For more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcasts. Do not switch off when I say these words. Just do not switch off. But it happens to be in the paper this morning. So don't switch off in anger. But the star this morning... The star this morning, no, seriously, Eamon Ryan has revealed that the government will consider reintroducing mandatory mask wearing if COVID-19 cases continue to spike. That's all I have to say in it. It's in one of the papers today. Mask rules may be brought back, but here's hoping. Um, And I know that is serious and COVID is serious and everything, but I don't think anybody would want or wish for that to happen again. So stay safe and hopefully we'll be able to avoid that. Uh, All of the papers this morning uh, talk of a national hero. I thought it was a lovely thing and it was very apt and appropriate that the tricolour at City Hall yesterday, the tricolour flag, uh, the Irish flag was flying at half-mast, and rightly so. And there was a spontaneous applause yesterday with regards to the beautiful words that were spoken by Sean Rooney's grieving mother, the Irish soldier uh, who died in the Lebanon. He's a national hero. Um, he was buried with full military honours a week after he was killed while serving on a peacekeeping mission in Lebanon. And most of the papers, particularly the Red Tops this morning, carried on our front page, My Sean's a National Hero. Our hero is the front page of the Star today. And interestingly, investigations continue as to what end we shall have to wait and see. But the mail this morning says Private Rooney's killers, the net titans. And suspects have been identified in the fatal shooting of the Irish uh, United Nations peacekeeping uh, soldier Sean Rooney on the day on which the 24-year-old was laid to rest in Donegal. Um, so that's a front pager uh, in this morning's mail. It's a very sad and tragic story uh, of a girl who died of meningitis, who was in a trolley for over 13 hours in University Hospital Limerick. Uh, it's a front page of making the independent. The teenage girl died of the meningitis infection at uh, UHL uh, on Monday, was left on a trolley for up to 16 hours, despite pleas from her distraught family. So lives are being lost every single day and there's an example of it because of the chaos in our health system. And you know it's chaotic for everybody, not just the patients or those that pass away or their families or those that are very sick but for the staff trying to deal with it and do the best they can in conditions that are far from acceptable and a million miles from ideal. Uh, The front of the Echo this morning has a man who uh, racially abused a member of staff in a SETI city centre spa shop. Uh, Later came back and stripped off his shirt, arming himself with a knife. Uh, A right saucy pup, to be honest, a right saucy boy. Um, Then the guards described it in court yesterday, where your man then got 11 months jail arising out of the attack uh, inside in the city centre. You know, it's it's interesting because there's a lot of court reports this morning um, from different incidents. Like there's another one in the Echo where a young woman apparently piled up a stack of clothes worth over 1,800 euro in her arms. She stacks up her arms with all of these clothes inside in Savile in the city on Oliver Plunkett Street and barge past the shop manager saying, I dare you to try and stop me. Now, the guards obviously got involved and were giving evidence in court yesterday saying that the stolen property was never recovered by the store on Oliver Plunkett Street. But Glenda Frey, 36-year-old, pleaded guilty to the shoplifting and a lot of other similar offences in stores across Cork. Um, and, and they kind of highlight a few of them. Previous convictions, including three counts of burglary and 37 counts of theft. Now, Olin Kelleher, the judge, imposed a total sentence of nine months on the accused. And I know I talk about this a lot, but it's only to highlight the amount of stealing and thievery and shoplifting that is going on, particularly inside in the city centre. And a man, a dad, a 56-year-old man, 
uh, found himself convicted in court yesterday by his own evidence of assaulting his daughter by slapping her across the face in the family home. Um, it's a lengthy court report, actually. Uh, the defendant's wife eventually secured a barring order against her husband and they no longer live together. So that was another one that made the papers this morning from, from court courts. And then there was an assault on a young Polish woman who didn't actually call the guards, but she called her mother in Poland and she called the guards by all accounts. Uh, and then the Gardaí came in. And all of these cases, incidentally, Gardaí acted quickly, swiftly, and got everything into court, just as we, as we ask and hope that they always will. You remember yesterday's program, we were talking about the passing of Paul Stewart, well-known man on Side, originally from Dublin, and we had some lovely tributes uh, to uh, Paul yesterday. The echo pick up on his passing and the fact that the city mourns the loss of another best-loved character, very recognisable around the city, particularly around Merchant's Key, which was his patch. Uh, and he was always there to help people and to engage with people. So that's a lovely article in the Echo today. Cork will miss gentle and kind Paul. Um, things have changed very much since I had small babies, but I'm told that there is a new pillow now that's designed to hold the baby's bottle, which allows tots to feed themselves. Now, I don't mean I don't mean to second guess or judge anyone that uses these things, but I mean, is that is that really the way to go that the baby would have the bottle wedged in a pillow and feed themselves? I, I just would really think that it sounds quite dangerous to me. But now the papers this morning in the mirror are saying that the sale of these baby feeding pillows has been banned in Ireland now because of a risk to the baby's health and it sounds perfectly um clear to me that it would lead to a possibility that babies could actually choke with this bottle wedged in a pillow and into their mouth. I mean, I imagine they'd have very limited control. But anyway, these baby feeding pillows are banned. Do you have one? Have you used them? Do you still use it? Have you stopped? Text 0868104106. And loads and loads of Christmassy stuff made in the paper. Where do you start? I mean, the papers are great telling you how to have the perfect, anxiety-free, stress-free, panic-free Christmas of all. And the star has it today. One of the things they say is to steer absolutely clear of booze. <laughs> Stay away from the drink. <laughs> I sound like Father Matthew. Um, get the turkey right. Budget. Um, don't don't mess with the vegetables. Just keep it nice and simple. Don't be having five or ten on the table. One or two will do. And include the super spuds. And get the roast potatoes right. Mother of God. And you heard in the news there a while ago. Listen to Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. I have an aversion to that song. I don't know why. An aversion to it. But apparently it lowers your blood pressure. So put it on repeat. Christmas Day. You'll cause an awful lot of fights but your blood pressure will come down. And I love the story of Nigella Lawson that makes the mail. She says, um, ditch the starters this Christmas to beat over indulgence. So get straight into the main event. I mean, some people have an early Christmas dinner, right? So they mightn't have breakfast. We have kind of a later one, so we also have a breakfast. And then later in the day, we have the starter. Wait for 15 minutes or 20 minutes. The main course, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. The dessert, 15, 20 minutes. 30 seconds, 15, 20 minutes. The row over 30 seconds. But whatever you're doing yourself, I'm sure you have it well planned out. And there's a load of films, films. Maybe you've seen them, maybe you haven't. But the Mail this morning is telling us about films that really are Christmas classics, although you wouldn't think it in the first place. And they include Goodfellas. I mean, that is, I would wish to be watching Goodfellas for the first time this weekend. But sadly, I've seen it half a dozen times before. But there are others, they're saying, that are Christmas movies as well, like L.A. Confidential, The Apartment with Jack Lemmon, which is very funny. It's one of the funniest 
You'll be, you'll be, you'll be stressed to your gills watching Jack Lemmon. Uh, I won't spoil it for you, but it's one of those great black and whites from way back in the day in the 1960s. Uh, others include On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Babe, I think, although I've never seen it, I think Babe is about a pig, isn't it? So who'd want to watch a movie about a pig? Well, maybe people who watch movies about dogs. 97,000 tonnes of waste this Christmas, and that's just in wrapping alone. 97,000 tonnes of packaging waste this Christmas. I hope to God all of it is recycled. And apparently, there's research out now to say that it's not men's fault, although I think it's sexist, this article. I really do. And I'm not part of the overly indulging PC culture world that we live in now. But they're saying that men... It's not men's fault if they don't clean up or tidy or engage in housework. They claim that men just don't see it. We cannot see the mess. We do not know there's a problem. It's in our genes, apparently. I take serious umbrage to that. I really do, as a man who tries to pull his weight. And here's a fellow that's pulling his weight, the great Ronan Collins. It's his last last radio program today, and I want to wish him all the best of luck. He'll continue to do other work on Radio Television, but not The Daily Show. And he began broadcasting it in 1985, and he had a long, long career even before that. Great guy. He's a super guy to sit down to, sit down with, and have a good old chat with. And his numbers were always strong on the show, so I think, you know, he'll be sadly, he'll be sadly missed. But apparently yesterday, he apologised because he played the PC version of Fairy Tale of New York. He played the radio-edited version that either beeps or takes out the F word. And he came back and he apologized for it because he had wanted to play the original. He said, out with all that old PC nonsense. Fair play to you. Happy, uh, happy Christmas to you, Ronan. Um, you're part of the <laughs> out with all this old PC nonsense brigade. Let me just jump in there with you for a while if you don't mind. in New York. Uh, I see a recent interview there with Shane McGowan. Um, apparently he's making 500,000 euro a year on the royalties alone from Fairy Tale of New York every single Christmas. And he's not too bothered about which version of it that's played. He's uh, open to both, I suppose. But half a million a year in royalties from that song alone. Uh, so happy Christmas to him. Uh, and that's another few bob there for Shane's salary. We've just played it. So he's another couple of bob in royalties. Lines are open. You can text 0868104106. Except what you're saying that people should not ridicule mask wearing. I wasn't ridiculing mask wearing. I was, I mean, you might have wanted me, wanted to believe that I was ridiculing mask wearing. Uh, and I appreciate that vulnerable and nervous listeners would perhaps be happy enough with masks back, particularly in the midst of these times when the virus seems to be more widespread. I didn't want to be talking about it on the eve of Christmas Eve. Uh, But having said that, I said uh, that it was serious. I said that it would be unfortunate if we were back to mask wearing. Eamon Ryan said there's a possibility. And I said, stay safe and help prevent the reintroduction. Um, Somebody said to me by text, you're contradicting yourself saying COVID is serious and stay safe and then sneering at mask wearing. Maybe you want to believe that I was sneering at it. I wasn't sneering at it in any way, shape or form. Those are the words that I said and in the manner in which I said them. But thanks for the text nonetheless. And again, you know, one way of keeping things um, in some kind of control is by being safe 
and uh, minding yourself and each other. And far be it from me to be a party pooper, but, you know, watch where you go and the groups that you're in and the sizes of the groups and, and what have you. Difficult times. But in spite of that, we'll do the best we can. It's Free Food Friday today, courtesy of ourselves and Roosters Piri Piri, Douglas and Blackpool Retail Park. And I want to say a particular thank you to Roosters for all of their contributions to the programme across the year because we did the Free Food Friday on a weekly basis but we often went back looking for more and they never let us down so a big special shout out to Mark at Roosters Piri Piri Douglas and Blackpool Retail Park for their over generosity this year so this is the final one of the year it'll feed 15 to 20 of you the Red Patrollers will deliver it uh, just around lunchtime today and of course you'll have a big feed particularly if you're at work share it with everybody and then head off for the Christmas season. So text who you are and where you are to 86 106 and we'll start those shout-outs a little later on and I'll tell you exactly what you will be served. We sent paddy boxes this Christmas to a lot of different places, including Australia. We sent paddy boxes to Sydney, to Perth and to Melbourne. We sent paddy boxes to Canada, Lebanon. We sent them out to the soldiers serving in the Lebanon. We sent them to England, Finland, Sweden, Norway, the United States of America. And in America, we sent them to Boston, New Jersey, Michigan, North Carolina. We sent paddy boxes to Germany, the Netherlands, France and Spain. And some were hoping to get them sent as far as Thailand, New Zealand and South Korea. So we'll see how we do this time next year. But already, uh, I can tell you that everybody at this stage has got their paddy boxes and fair play to Paddy Box for delivering them so efficiently and so quickly. And I've also been getting thank yous back from people. You might remember uh, one particular hamper that I sent to um, Maastricht, I believe. Um, and it was sent uh, to Tracy Taylor because her boyfriend, her Dutch boyfriend got in touch. You might remember he was on the air, he's Dutch, and he, he tried the Cork accent at the time. So anyway, Tracy got the hamper and she said, just a note to say thank you so much for gifting me with the paddy box. It arrived in good order and was such a joy to receive. I must admit that some of the contents have already been consumed, but we'll be saving the Tato and Tanora for Christmas Day. She sent me a long email. Thank you for it, Tracy. Enjoy the rest of the contents and thanks for coming back and, and happy Christmas. And yesterday with some lovely, lovely packages put together. Claire had a lovely package from the uh, share dinner last week with all of the share residents and Kevin had a lovely package from uh, St. Luke's Home, the nursing home and residential centre yesterday on the air. And they were listening down in St. Luke's and they sent me some lovely photographs of the residents all sitting around with their cups of tea listening to themselves on the air. So the staff said, we're all here listening to you and the residents are enthralled hearing themselves on the radio. Thanks for coming to see us. They just loved it. We're all, we're all laughing here at Anne O'Driscoll bringing the Christmas tree home on the bus. Happy Christmas to all in Red FM and a good wish for the new year ahead. And to you as well, I send back the exact same sentiments. Can I head down west, if you don't mind, just ahead of the break, down to Casey's Bar because they are doing their bit this Christmas time as well. I just want to get the backstory from James Casey. James, good morning. Happy Christmas. And same to you, Neil. How are you keeping? I'm good, my man. I'm good. Uh, how are things going? A bit of festivities going on down in the pub in Clonakilty this Christmas time? It's after starting now, all right. There's a good old Christmas atmosphere I have to kick in. Fair play so to you. Fair um, play to and you. And you want to you give back, don't you? I'm talking full traditional Christmas dinner for people that might need it. So, since 2015, we're doing this. Um, so, uh, we give a full traditional Christmas dinner plus dessert to anyone living alone. 
But this year, we kind of upped it a small bit to anyone living alone or anyone in need or any family that you know, really can't put the Christmas dinner on their table this year. <sighs> We'd be really uh, honoured and happy to supply the dinner to them. Well, you cook, so, you cook everything um, in the bar and restaurant, yeah? We do, yeah. So our chefs are um, very, 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 very good and very obliging and everything. So they've all come together and all the chefs that we have actually are piling into the kitchen tomorrow to um, facilitate the free dinners for any of that means. It's amazing that they've given up of their time like that, in fairness to them. So that, that means that on Christmas Day, is it that anybody, and, and you're saying that the people who do come over the last six years are genuine? 99% of them are genuine, yeah. So how we're running it is you come in uh, Christmas Eve, so tomorrow, so between 12 o'clock and 9 o'clock, and just come in um, with, and within 10 minutes, we'll have a bag with um, the dinner and the dessert for you. Tomorrow. They're all anonymous uh, uh, and everything. And you can take it home, put it in the microwave or put it in the oven, whichever you prefer. And whatever time you want to have a Christmas day, you can have it. Okay. Okay. How many people do you think you might serve tomorrow? So normally it's about 70 or 80. Really? Uh, we do. But I think this year might be a little bit more with the circumstances. You might make the 100. When you say the circumstances, obviously I don't know about the individuals, but for what reasons would they be coming? Um, We've got a lot of phone calls and stuff as well, you know. Um, So in Clannacilty, the community is huge, it's massive. Like, for example, there's, I don't know, he's 15 or 16-year-old boy, he's two elderly neighbours. He knows that they have no relations or anything coming Christmas Day. They offered him to bring him to their house for Christmas dinner, but they, they said that they didn't want to be disturbing their space or intruding them on Christmas Day. Right, so, fair play to him for reaching so, out. Yeah, so he's actually picking up the dinners, and he has, with the last two or three years, picked up the dinners for his elderly neighbours. So it could be elderly people living alone or an elderly couple that couldn't negotiate around the kitchen. That's a great idea. Would it also be some people who just literally can't afford it? That's exactly it, yeah. So um, I know there's a few families out there that know... One in particular, they've um, come to me and said, I st- absolutely, that's exactly why we're doing it at all. Um, to medical issues, he had to stop working for medical issues, and I think um, they're financially strapped, just going through a hard spot. I know. And I hear the local community and, and customers and punters have been donating as well, have they? Um, even this morning, I got a message on Facebook saying his mother won a Christmas pudding in Bingo, they already have a Christmas pudding and could they donate it? Just those kind of simple things, yeah. Um, yeah. MPO Sullivan, now the wholesalers, they've been very good to us. They've given us a lot of turkeys now and gravy and stuff and another supplier as well, I must give a shout out to, it was all fresh. Um, they've been giving us vegetables as well. But this is not why we do it, you know. Um, I know, but it's good to get support and people coming in behind you. So it's going to be a busy day tomorrow, as you could do a hundred of those starters, Um, main courses and dessert. And the time for people to call again? Between 12 o'clock and 9 o'clock. So 12 p.m. and 9 p.m. So any time in between that and to be all confidential and no one will know whether or which. A busy day tomorrow, James, but get the feet up then on Christmas Day, you and all of the staff, all right? No problem. Fair play to you. Well done. And happy Christmas to you all down west along, all right? And same to you and to your listeners. Take care. James Casey from Casey's Bar and Restaurant, giving back to the community 
for Christmas Day. Back after the break, text 0868104106. Talk to Neil Prenderville now. 0818104106. Cork's Red FM. Happy Christmas, everybody, both here at home and overseas. And for some, of course, they will rely on the services of Cork Penny Dinners. And they are making upwards of a thousand fresh meals every day to help Cork's needy. And they do it day in, day out, without any issue. They just get on with it. Uh, Seamus recently spent the day with Penny Dinners um, and just literally was in awe at the work that they do. Here's the first half of a two-part report of his day uh, with the miracle on Little Hanover Street. First up, he chats with, uh, with Chef um, Philip, who's getting himself ready for the day ahead. I just prepare, you know, for all the, the dinners for the day. Have many people here at 9 o'clock? Uh, there'll be a few uh, waiting at the door, you know. Kind of uh, the, the usual uh, guys, you know. It's kind of uh, elderly people, or you know, they'll be the early, uh, the early ones, you know. And what's on the menu today? Uh, a bit of everything. Usually we do potato and veg, and uh, I have some. Uh, Chicken and burgers, a few uh, kebabs. So, it's a bit of everything to please everybody. How much stock will you get through today? A lot of, a lot of. It's very, very busy. So, it's, it's nearly a thousand dinners every day, you know. So. And is the demand that big in, in Cork? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's that many people struggling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, you know. You have to be here to see it. It's, just uh, getting worse, I think, with Christmas and everything. And, uh, so at least we have plenty of stuff we would. Yeah. It must be very disheartening. It is, you know, but people, they, you know, try to, to keep them, you know, to serve them with a smile and make them, you know, feel comfortable. And uh, I think, you know, every, everybody, uh, even, even if you're working or whatever, it's hard for everybody. I'm actually what's called a pack in all the bags and actually you put the sandwiches in the bag there's actually water a fork they get a dinner inside and that just for, for students now right I'm here now since 7 o'clock this morning getting this sorted out we've other ones in there there for the people around live on the streets yeah. and they get a there's a bag of potatoes they get a sandwich a fork a water and a sweet or two inside and then they get more cakes in there as well and they'd be happy going home but like there's hundreds of bags here. Yes, I develop them myself tomorrow. And will you get through all those today? I whatever do I just do me what I can do, I can do it, and that's it. I'm happy to that door. Because I did my deed for the day to see. I don't mind doing it. But like it's what I'm saying, is there that much of a demand? Oh there is, yeah. There is. And they want to kind of help more, I think. That's my opinion. I know no experience in it. But you can see it in your own eyes. They're not gonna wear you can see how bad he's needed. Yeah. Because it's not going to get any different. It's not going to get any uh, easier. It's going to get harder. I know a lot of people would be saying that the, a lot of the students would be chancers, but you don't see that, do you? No. They're struggling any minutes. They are, like, we're all struggling in this part of the world. Like, you know what I mean? You think that, it, I can't mention any TD or anything like that, but they should wake up this morning and open their eyes and look at this and come in here for about two minutes and take a bag outside the door and then let them know how they feel. Because yeah. you have to be in someone's shoes to feel it. What's it like? Mm-hmm. Like we're all going through 
things behind closed doors that no one knows. And that's why I stand here and I won't move until I have my break. Yeah. I could do two or three hours and that's that's why they don't spawn on my own. And there's more down there on the ground as well, you look over the other. Yeah. See the blue bean? Oh yeah. They're the student ones, they're the, these ones are the students. They're for the people in the streets, the green ones. Yeah. Right. But they get a dinner as well on top of that and they can go with the okay. students. Because the students are struggling as well, like ourselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? But, and do you think their parents would know that they're struggling or? I think it's come from the background of the parents, I say. It's come from that direction. They're like, they must be struggling as well, like, holding yeah. DSB and all these bills, like, I think it's a disgrace what the government, the government is doing, putting everything up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's no need of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because why should we get involved in this? We have, yeah. a, we have a small population. We're not that big of a population in car. Dublin's bigger. But all the money's going up there, not down here, like, all the small countries, like, all these Cork cities and Mallow and McCroom. Help those people. That's, that's why I say. All right, Mike? You were doing chauffeur this morning, were you? I was doing chauffeur this morning. <laughs> I was teaching how to drive there. Because uh, there was a driving instructor in the army, like myself. This is Seamus. Oh, Seamus. From, from, from Red FM. I know him, Seamus. Yeah. And he, yeah. he was on with me the other morning. That's Matt, is it? That's right, Matt, yeah, yeah. Okay, because... I'm, 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 I'm truly hard late, but uh, when I was growing up, I was in an office and all of that. It's, it's a big story. I, I don't well, talk about it enough. He's a gentleman. It, it, it's all over my heart now, and I'm free now. Yeah, and how did you find having the chat with Neil the other day? Great, I wasn't nervous at all. No, it all came out, it was just slowing. I got very oh, emotional then and yeah. everything. But like, there was a lot of uh, sympathy there for you. A lot was, of people. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you feel okay? After? I did. I felt the grand. I I, listen, I didn't listen to straight away. People taught me to get listen to it. Yeah. And uh, I, that's how I had done that then. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I just realised I took a deep breath when I was talking to him, but I got emotional. I couldn't bring out the words. Oh, and he was very kind to me. He he said, "Take a deep breath." And, and I said, "When I get composed again, I'll talk again." Yeah. Would you hold that there, John? Yeah. And do you use the services here yourself? I do, sir. Yes. And have you been using them long? Oh, I have. I have. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Well, no. I was in penny dinners, uh, meals and wheels. Yeah. Because uh, I can't cook myself. You know what I mean? I, I was eating all the wrong food. I was 19 and I was stolen myself one time. You were saying that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So I have to stick my hand there, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you have it, no, you have it, no. That's great, no, I have it on. You have it, no. That's, you're very good. How do you find the service here, then? Very good. Very good. Like, what does Katrina do for you? Oh, what she, do, what she helps out, uh, she helps out a lot. She's very good. She, she's like a saint, she's a walking saint. And if you didn't have penny dinners oh, I'd be, here... I'd be lost without her. I wouldn't be able to survive at all. Okay. She's a very good person. She's very good. I was, I was a hard drinker in my time. Yeah. But I, I showed depression. You know, uh, lonely in that. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. happened to anyone? It would, it would, it would. But Katrina, I, I just done that job for Katrina. I put up the sign there and things like that. Oh, I, I used to do a carpentry in Jackson's in Lord John Street when I was young. You didn't make that sign yourself, did you? I didn't know the prison made that. Yeah. Okay, court prison. Court prison, yeah, yeah. They made that sign. And uh, they, uh, they marked it and they used, uh, 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 what do you call those, uh, um, I can't think of it, but it's two hands, a grocer. And yeah. you just mark up the number. Yeah. Uh, you go, you're born with Yeah. And so on. I know how to, I know how to, but I can't spell. But yeah. I'm dyslexic, but I'm very clever. Yeah. I'm yeah. my own, I can talk. Like. Yeah. I, I kissed the Blarney Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you didn't need to kiss the Blarney Stone at all. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I've been on the streets down here 15 years. I didn't use painkillers because I was able to survive kind of on my own because I'm an independent person kind of day to day. Then I got um, I got a flat and then I found bills and everything on top, do you know what I mean? And it was, it was I couldn't afford food or I couldn't afford heating. It was sitting there on the couch with a duvet over you for half a week and that kind of time money comes through again kind of thing. Like, this is a great place. I can't believe I come down here from nearly every second day. And, and I, have a, I have an elderly neighbour then that he can barely walk. And they give me an extra dinner for him as well. Like, so that's, they're very good that way. Like. So you were able to buy begging on the streets so before you got the house, was it? Yes, before it became illegal. Yeah, that, that, that was my way of doing things. I mean, I didn't want to, because we used to come in here and sit down here at the tables and all have lunch together and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And COVID, of course, you know what I mean? The, 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 the magic flu. Yeah, and uh, I just, I just, I just said, um, then when I got my own place, I realised how hard it was going to be surviving on my own in, in, in accommodation. Yeah. Whereas if you're on the streets and, and you're sitting down and you're begging, people are very, very generous in, in this county, in, in the city as well. Like, and um, they've often came to me with food, blankets, sleeping bags, you know, tents. You know, so I, I was kind of never stuck. So I never see them come down here to take away from this place. Yeah. So so, um, so you're not originally from Cork, are you? I'm from Shannon County Clare. And what brought you to Cork? I was down here in 97. I done my chef in course. And then I got epilepsy. And then I became addicted to drugs. Okay. So it's kind of cocaine, heroin? Oh, thanks. Uh, we won't, we won't. Just this guy addicted to have, uh, not drink. I, 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 I don't drink. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I, I found, uh, as I said, it was hard. It was hard to start because it was. I was the outsider, as they, as they say. Like, do you know what I mean? So, the, the people here in Cork that were on, they were on the streets, they were kind of like. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind. It was the welfare that was the biggest obstacle. Welfare kept on telling me to go home to Clare, and now I'm not a centre of interest. Even though I was down here in '97. 98, I done my chef in course, had rent allowance, uh, re registered with the council, and I turned around to me then when I came, uh, when um, I was, I ended up going to prison then because I was caught with a load of um, cannabis. And uh, they turned around to me and they said, uh, they go, Joe, you're not in the system, you're not in the system. And I goes, I have to be, because I was on rent allowance. Yeah. I, was, I registered with the council. And, he, uh, and I said, um, this is, this is a hash there somewhere. And when they realised after about a year and a half, two years, that I wasn't going anywhere, they found the fire. After a year and a half? Yeah. And what was your wake-up moment for the to come off the drugs and, and everything else? Fifteen of my friends died well, like, that I met down here in... in May I borrow in, your seat? Sorry, girl. Sorry, girl. <laughs> so fifteen of my friends had died um, while I was down here within, within, within ten years. Close friends. Um, and we all kind of spent time together, helped each other over money-wise and stuff like that. So I just got, I just got, yeah. nah, my, my ticket could be called any day now, so I'm stopping all this. And how did you do? Did you go into treatment? or Methadone, I went in the methadone program. And what's, the, what's methadone like? It's supposed to be a lot worse. It is, but 
I, could, I couldn't take I couldn't take beer and everything else like, like, I, I only take methadone now I don't take any other drugs okay. so it got me off all drugs okay so I, I had to, to go with the bad you know what I mean so I'm hoping eventually basically um, like, this year come down half of what I'm on and then next year come down the rest of it and then okay. that's up and what is it, what's it like to be on methadone what's the oh you're you're a prison you're a prison of the Cork City because you can't you can't go on holidays, you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything. No, but when you actually physically take the the, the methadone, what's the difference between that and, and the heroin? Like oh, what, what effect on your body? It's, it's, it's a synthetic um, substitute, so it just just takes away the just takes away all the aches and pains and stuff like that. There's no, there's no stone, there's no there's no there's no buzz off it. Yeah. Yeah, they took all that out. You're coming in this morning with uh, a donation. A to donation from, uh, yeah, for paying dinners, yeah. Where does that come from, that donation? It comes from the, my family, my uh, mum, my sisters and, and myself. We do it every year, every year, every Christmas we do it. Like. Why is that? Just, just to help people, like, just to help people. And, all, and um, I'm actually working in Super Value as well. You know, out and talk like and then army then army comes in with stuff as well like so we do it every year like it's for a good cause like and a mascard as well yeah and a mascard <laughs> as well like will you need so. the mascard katrina <laughs> you know what we love getting them for some reason you know yeah i mean somebody went that extra little bit of effort and put it in like for us so yeah. that means a lot yeah. how many years have you been doing this I don't know how many, we we just started it like and we did it last year and the year before the year before the year before that yeah we just love doing it and is it just that you collect your money throughout the year and hand it in it yeah yeah, it? yeah every year we do it like and it's for a good cause like I might actually just slide these over if you want well, to hang on you can do whatever you want honey and you can throw back up then when you're past Camille, the boss is watching. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do on the album with the boss. Thanks, work away then. Oh, yeah. How are you doing? Good. Do you, you want to clear a space for Anna? Sorry, for Anna to sit. Do you, you, you come here pretty regularly? Every day. Well, I'll grab a chair if I do something different. Every day. Why is that? Well, I'm unemployed. Hello? I have a, a pen, a, a, a doll pension. Yeah. And I can't afford. To be honest, I can't afford to shop every day. No Katrina. I go hungry. Is that fair enough? No. I tell you the truth. It's a need. So it, it, it's the struggle so on the, the pension then, is it? Well, look, we get a pension, right? And it doesn't go halfway towards what you need. You can buy this, you can buy that, but there's not a whole lot you can do. What is it? 200 quid a week pension. You have your rent paid, your electric paid, can buy the food. There's not a whole lot left. Sure, a bag of coal is nearly 50 quid now, right? I bought a bag of coal yesterday, I look around. How much? And 50 quid is a bag of corn. Like, people don't realise it. That's a quarter of my pension. Gone. Yeah. They're up there on the dial. We're down here. 
Tem um capote. Agora-se. Eu não uso a nenhuma, João Inácio. Tem um capote. Eu não lhe aqui. Eu não tenho que ser muito muito. Eu não tenho que ser muito. Sorry, bud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. So, basically, there's some people sounds of it, right? That, that comes from United. You know, United. I'll try to start with it, and she followed it. Give these people starving. Full constant and county. With a hole. And I mean it. I'm the next one. Mulgraves and all the suppliers that donate, unbelievable what she does. I just can't pay us all enough. And the staff. You're getting emotional there, isn't I you? am, yeah. Yeah, because as I said here, we don't hope. And the staff. I mean, we don't. So basically, that's what it's all for. And there's a girl now, Sheila. She couldn't do enough here. That woman now. She couldn't do enough. She molded me on, walking you. Volunteer. Comes up from West East Cork every day. I'm all too. I want petrol. Never asked for Bob or anything. She's here every day. Where would you get it? And what will Christmas be like for you now? Lonesome. I'll come down Christmas Day. But I go home. Why do we know? Not by choice, but... <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> oh, honey, give me all them tissues there, will you? I like, will there be great cracker Christmas Day? I tell you, no. It'd be the same as every other day, right? Come down, get your dinner and go. But uh, you don't sit in and and eat it in the big hall. No, them days are gone. Since um, since COVID. COVID, yeah. And do you miss them? I was great. Come down, come down the morning for an hour. Yeah. You meet fellas you haven't met in a while, and then cross, walk down on town and have a chat. Before you know it, there's sunshine. Yeah. And because, you know, the other days, nearly finished it, right? Yeah. It was, it was great when we used to come in and sit down. I should tell you that also. But, um, no, fantastic. I love that, you know. I, I, I still come along every day. As I said, with all of you can't survive. Yeah. And I'm not the only one. There's a lot more out there. I told you, did I say to you this morning it would be one o'clock before you'd know where you are? Yeah. And it's nearly one o'clock. Crazy. crazy. And then people just, oh. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. And, and it's every single day. It's 5.50 and we're still going at the moment. Yeah. Every single day. Every single day. Yeah. Every single day. 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 Every what are we doing now here? Yeah, we normally do collections out in Duns, in Blackpool, all the Duns around Cox City. Like. So is that people that are donating food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We collect, we go to Duns and we collect the red and black, they're paying dinners. I saw it 
and it goes up to the warehouse then and goes into food hampers then up in the warehouse. And where do those hampers go then? Go up to the people, people that's looking, you know I mean? that's looking for food like. Are there many? Oh, there's pl- plenty of people out there looking for food, yeah. And like, how long are you doing this? I, uh, I'm at this somewhere pending on us about two and a half years, three years. And does it get any easier? No, no. If anything, it's getting worse. What sort of stuff do you see when you're out delivering? Uh, you see the mental health side of it, mostly. You know what I mean? People are suffering with mental health, like, addiction. Mostly. That's what you'll be mostly you'll be looking at, like, when you're going out delivering, like, food hampers. And that must be soul destroying for you. How do you keep yourself going? It's, it is soul destroying, but you, you, you have to kind of put your mind to one side and not think too much about it, you know? Because it would get you, like. There's a connection that the, the Vintage Club in Ballantolic did it do every year. And they did it there in Tesco's um, in Ballantolic there the other evening. So this is what the people then uh, donated just in that one day, you know? Okay. So that'll keep you going for a small bit, will it? It's the first half of Seamus's report from the Miracle on Little Hanover Street, part two after 10 this morning because he's been talking to service users, as you've heard, chatting with the guys, going out doing pickups and then the road crews that go out to do deliveries of hampers and he, after 10 we'll be checking in with the different service warehouse areas of Penny Dinners and the wellness centre that Katrina Toomey has. She's got a dental and GP service there as well for those in need. Uh, it's incredible the work that she does. It really and truly is. And all of the staff and volunteers. Part two after ten. Just a quick update though on Joanne who was literally looking for someone to do her hair and her nails and her makeup because she's homeless and um, she wanted to look her best when visiting family because they don't really know of her predicament and that was earlier this week. Happy to say that Joanne came back to me and just said thank you so much um, to you and all at Red FM for helping me out. Happy Christmas to you all, uh, says Joanne. And Joanne was the lady on during the week who we sent to Fusion Hair Design on Shandon Street to get her hair and her makeup and her nails done. And she is so, so grateful, as we are, to everybody at Fusion Hair Design on Shandon Street. Happy Christmas to you all. You can text 0868104106. Back after 10. I'm Lana O'Connor. Red FM News is first for local, national and international news. And you can stay up to date by tuning into our hourly news bulletins or by clicking on redfm.ie. Get it off your chest. Text The Neil Brinderville Show now. 086-8104-106. Red FM. And it's a free food Friday, courtesy of ourselves and Roosters Piri Piri. It's the last one of the year. Roosters Piri Piri, Douglas and Blackpool Retail Park. So what will you get? Well, you'll get a lot of starters, chicken wings, chicken skewers and beef skewers. Then the main events, chicken wraps, chicken pittas and beef burgers. All basted in their famous Piri Piri sauce. We've got Piri salted fries, rice, waffle fries, Piri mayo, garlic mayo, all the lot. And then you build your own cheesecake for dessert. A big, massive cheesecake with lots of different toppings. Thanks to RoostersPiriPiri.com. So text who you are and where you are to 0868104106. As we say good morning and happy Christmas to all of the following who are listening. The Heart and Vascular Department in the Matter Private in Cork. To uh, AIM Beauty, uh, Beauty Beauticians working in the Old Mallow Road in Blackpool. The Beauty Sanctuary in Charleville on their last legs today. Haven Bay Nursing Home in Kinsale are listening. Murphy Laboratories in Watergrass Hill. To everybody at Mirror Mirror Hair Salon in Mayfield. They say we've had a crazy week. 
and two more days of madness getting all our lovely clients ready for Santi's visit oh I've done it again I've said Santi where the word actually says Santa uh, Cork Penny Dinners uh, and everybody helping out are listening this morning morning to Antone and everybody there uh, Vodafone and Mallow would share it with the local businesses around the area just another few Ross Carberry Pharmacy are listening this morning Edge Sports Shop in the Kinsale Road HSE Civil Registrations Office MCK Electrical in Toker Shipping Solutions are the people with Andrea and the staff working round the clock to make sure that uh, shelves in shops and supermarkets will be kept full for Christmas. Um, And all of the staff at Middleton Skip Hire, good morning to you as well. So text who you are and where you are to 086-8104-106 and we'll do another bunch of shout-outs in about a half an hour's time. Uh, Seamus spent a day with Cork Penny Dinners and I have uh, some extra good news. We have the High Hopes Choir in studio this morning and they'll be singing some Christmas carols and classics for us a little later on this hour. But back to his report um, from the day that he spent with all of the service unit users and indeed the staff and the volunteers working so hard at Cork Penny Dinners. So we are here in the mornings, then in the evening we'll be in the warehouse as well making hampers and things like that and then in the evening we'll be We'd kind of change people like two, two kind of every evening. Like a train would go one day, you could go another evening, Dory would go another evening in the vans. And then around like all the homeless shelters, no one place like that, and around the marina and around the train station where they kind of sleep and stuff at night time. Make sure they're sleeping bags and things like that. I was here up until what, quarter to one, and there was 900 meals given out. Is that, is that standard every day? If not a thousand, at least, at least, generally, like, like this is probably a quiet. It's, this is quiet, no? Yeah. It's at the point down in off right? No, compared to what it was this morning. But sure, how many would you say is there? No, queuing up there would be about 20, 30? Just talk to you, definitely, yeah. And then it could be often we could have, often have 50 or 60. We'd often have them going to that corner and going down to that corner as well. We'd have that much of a queue, like in the morning, between half 10 and 11 o'clock. So. Do you make donations to Penny Dinners very often? No, no, I usually give turkey every, you know, for the last couple of years, I give yeah. turkey for Christmas. But, you know, I mean, I, God, I'm not badly off, and, and they have nothing. Yeah. You know? So I said, you know what, I'll bring in, I'll bring in, and I have the turkey ordered for them, and I'll bring that up for Christmas, you know? You know? And did you come far today? From Tim Lee. Oh, she took a fair old spin, so. Ah, yeah, but sure, look, coming out in Toronto. And some Staunton Sam as well. Huh? And some Staunton Sam as well. There's a bag of clothes there as well. You come to Penny Dinners often, do you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think those guys here, these guys here, they come like every day. I came like only twice. Okay. Week. Yeah. And you're international students, yeah, eh? Yeah, we, we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And is it just the cost of living is, is yeah, so high? Yeah, the cost high? of living is so high. Yeah, that's, they are coming here yeah, every day to have dinner, yes. Yeah. Because all the things, like electricity keeps like going up, 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 up. So the rent, you know, yeah, that's why they came here okay. every day, yeah. And of course, you can't really work then being stu- on your visa, can you? Yes, like as a student, you can work like uh, 10 hours like per week, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah so so wouldn't be like enough like for a living, you know? Yes. So somewhere like this is a God save, is it? Yes, it is. Yes, it's a God save. Yes, yes. And like, is it, where, where do you come from? Is it Brazil? Or? Yes. Uh, uh, he, uh, he and I are from Brazil. 
And he is from Italy. Italy yes. He's from Korea. South yeah, Korea. South Korea. Yeah, and he's from Spain. Okay. Yeah. And do you have anything like this in your home country? No. Kind of, but it's yeah. not that I have. It was difficult to find it because yes. yeah. there was only like in my own town there was only one restaurant, but it was open only one hour in a day. Okay. Yeah. Actually, we we have like this place kind of this place like in São Paulo because a big city mm. but however people have to pay like one I would say like yes. one real like 0.50 euros like in order for them to to have the meal you know okay yeah and you get it all free here you get it free exactly, exactly. yes yeah exactly. yeah yeah so you're uh, donating uh, lunches yeah we're mixed up with a half day so the lunches. They normally cancel lunches yeah, and we they came. Oh, no, yeah. they were cancelled. Oh, were they? They came, so... Katrina, Katrina and Speedile. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. So, somebody, uh, somebody will benefit, I know. And this cold weather, I know, they'll yeah. be definitely yeah. a help to somebody. Okay. We'll be doing the hampers now in a minute, you see, like, our days are like a minute. Like. Like, I, I have no time to talk. Well, you know. I know, I know, but, but like, it must be soul destroyed. Desperate like? Absolutely. Absolutely shocking. Look, we've changed people in these now only just happen to come today, we don't get them. But they're yeah. the schools that never cancelled their lunches. Cancelled their lunches. And that's so the because a lot of that's already hot. Maybe it's delight with it. So we have students, Ukrainians, we have now when we say students, they're English students like they're they're um they're from Brazil, they're from places like that. They're Brought here to learn English and then they're deserted, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I was talking to a few guys there, some of them are Brazilian, yeah. some of them are Ital- Italian, yeah. others are from South Korea. Yeah. And, All like, over. they're saying it's the spiralling cost of rent and yeah. heating and the whole lot. They can't do it, they're starving, like, do you know, and we're not going to leave them go hungry, like, do you know? They... But I, I do get loads of calls like, you know, Katrina, can you do this, Katrina, can you do that? I say, hang on a minute, we can't, we're overrun. Do you know? Like, we, we still have um, families not to call to like, with dinners in the afternoon, like, we'll do that when their kids come in, like, four o'clock. You know, we, we well, like, this that. is 2022. 2022, and it's like this, and look, if you weren't here yourselves, you wouldn't believe a word that us would say. This is it, like, like, we were in here until late last night, prepping everything, like, we're to go, we'll be in here again tonight, like, we have teams in, we had a team in last night from TBG to come over, the girls to come over to help us clean, and they'll clean away while we walk away and prep, yeah. do you know, we bring teams in from all over the place, so the only thing we can do in the evenings, like, so that we're ready for to go every day, and so that this place is clear, if you come in here, well, you were in here early this morning, yeah. you didn't see any of this, like, we have to contend with this every day, and we do it for the people, we don't do it because we... We have that we're obliged to do it. They need it, as you can see. So that's why we do it. You know, shouldn't be happening. I like. I have no explanation for it. Like, but um, I just um, normally know we wrap their eggs, but we haven't even time to wrap their eggs. Like, but they'll find a way. Is there more? The government could be doing about everything. Yes, homelessness, poverty, yeah, cost of living, cost of fuel. You know, commuting to and from work. And um, do you know the the, the DSB, the gas, the coal? Like, for God's sake, the government must realise that if you have a coal fire, it's not going to keep you warm. One bag is not going to do you for a week. You need three in this hard weather, like, to keep your house warm 
keep yourself warm, to keep your children warm. If you're old, you need it. You just, everyone should be entitled to it. But three bags of coal is 120 euros. We need fire lighters, you know, and all that stuff, like. So, who, who can afford 120 euros a week, like? To keep themselves warm. And they're, like, they're sitting there, like, even us, like, we're cold in here, like, you know what I mean? It's just cold because the door, the draft comes in the bloody door, kills us, like. But, um... No one stops in here like I, Sheila. Let's go, 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 go the whole time. Sheila, no, another few like will be heading in like, you know, just to give us a break like, but I haven't even had a cup of tea yet like. And what sort what number of volunteers do you have now going through all this? Let's say about 10, 10 in a day or 12 in a day. But, that's but, really, they're all, but they're all different. They're all different, and they all come at different times. Like the lads will hear, no, they'll just blow through all the food for the warehouse for the hampers, and they'll take all that away. Yeah. Everyone knows what they're supposed to do, like, and they just do it. I just keep it rolling over, like, yeah. you know, and keep it ticking over. But they know what they're doing, and we'd be lost. Like I was up in the storeroom and it's just amazing. It's amazing. And it's we have a great operation. Like you do. Do you know? Like that's thanks to Adrian and Prince here. That's Prince baby. <laughs> Today's government have their head in the sand. That's what I think. For example, they put a bridge in between two bridges. They built a bridge in between two bridges down by uh, uh, Merchant's Key. Why, why would you do that? that? Isn't that a waste of money? Isn't it a waste of money? That, that they, they could have built houses or... Uh, there should, should be no, no one homeless in this day and age. Yeah. In 2020, going into 2023, people sleeping on the streets. Now, the people sleeping on the streets, you'd ask today, where are they from? Some of them. No, where are they from? Where are these people are in Patrick Street that are sleeping on the streets? They're not Irish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you ask them where they're coming from. And, you know what I mean? What's their background? How did they get in here? And they seem to be only always here when it's Christmas. So it's like, you know, you, you ask questions there. Why are they around when it's just coming up to Christmas? Like they're always yeah. there. So, uh, yeah. Do you uh, think they're professional, is it? I do. I actually do. I do. I believe that they. I believe that they're. Uh, they're more probably is probably an operation, a scamming operation. Not a part of a scamming operation. Seven o'clock. is walking down Patrick Street, and I saw them all bundled up in their in their duvets and things like that. Mm-hmm. So well, what time? Do they, what time do they go there? Wouldn't it be interesting to find out what time they go there and what time they leave? Do you know what I'm saying? Is it like? Like uh, I've, I've been there one mo- one morning going into town, and a, a car pulled up, and they jumped out of the car with their bags and their their blankets and put on all by the door. So, you know what I mean? You ask yourself, is it an operation? What is it like? You know? So let's come in. Volunteers, when they actually have a time, some of yeah. them working, some of them do something. So it's not like non stop, you know, just here. When they have a time. So the kitchen there now. Oh wow, it's uh, kind of a. It's yeah, a big so unit. Look at the resume, Yeah. Let's see if we've got a good lot. And sleeping bags and everything. 
Yeah, because we, we have a couple, you know, just in time, but when we need anything, we can jump here and, and, and take okay. it. You know I mean? What do you think? It's impressive. It just, it's just kind of... You don't just get the impression that she gives out meals. No, 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 no. Dinners. This is the only top of the iceberg, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but then it didn't. But, like, it's a lot more... And it's quite a lot of people of Cork she's supporting. Exactly. That's why we're starting. Shame later, let's have the ego to be make, make a, you know, boxes. Yeah. And everything what you see on the shelves and everything going. Yeah, so you know, we've got our, our quick oats, we've got our cereals. Um, what else everything. do we have here? Tea, Chocolates. Tea, coffee, jam, honey. Uh, biscuits, sugar, uh, custard, jelly, uh, peas, beans, uh, noodles, another beans like your fish, yeah. hot noodles, ketchup, whatever. You see hot cups, soups, corn, uh, pasta, rice. So everything that anybody would need and they're non-perishable as well. Exactly. Yeah. They keep a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Even the bicycles. (laughs) This uh, one, two, three, you see first ones? Yeah. They were used uh, for night riders. Okay. You know know where it was locked down? Yeah. All charities, charities or whatever, groups uh, who stopped we just people was walking like walking dead on the streets so boys were taking bag, bags of food and driving around the streets on the bicycles we drive with van yeah. with hot boxes yeah so when when uh, they give give out bags they come back we put freshly hot into the bags again and they drive to the lanes Mm. So we don't need to stand and gathering people when there's COVID. So you could get to them quicker? Much quicker. Yeah. It was six or seven boys. Shit. Half an hour, all city center done. Wow. Yeah. Handed bag. Uh, we, we even got a, a Garda clearance like to do that. Yeah. Because everybody was with gloves, with masks. Yeah. Vests, you know. Yeah. So you never stopped through. No, 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 no hood, no touch. Covid. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Food. Yeah. Soups. Everything was like in the bag. Like like now we doing takeaways. Yeah. So same was just we in the van have all prepared. We saw hot boxes like this. Yes. Full of dinners and soups. And just. Pre-made bags with water and yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, so that's what still still there. But now it's all groups back. Yeah. After you know they start coming back, so it's yeah. no point as double feed or triple feed. Yeah. So they're they're there if needed again. Yeah. Yeah. It was very very good good project actually. Yeah. It was nobody in the street. It was the easy. Boys were driving in the middle of the street. Yeah. Because nobody, no cars, no nothing. No. And you can spot homeless straight away. Because Simon was closed, my client, mm. 
because of COVID. So not everybody straight away get into the accommodations, no? So that we, we were covering that. Okay. Yeah. You're making a donation here, yeah. yeah? Yeah, yeah. Do you do it often? All or? the time, all the time. And, and this girl, she saves up all year and comes in. We come in every every couple of weeks, yeah, all the time. Fantastic. Why is that? Why do we donate? Yeah. My God, because there's so many people out there that are, are, are worse off than us. Uh, I, we're not millionaires by any chance, but we just love to do it. And Katrina is amazing. And and I just give to the Cork Penny Dinners now. I don't give to anything else. We give to local, our local support. Mm-hmm. You've, uh, you've got a good haul there, and yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important. Denny, where are we here now? Uh, Jane Street. So what's going on here then? Well, this, this is the new penny in Um I think she's training people so that when they do move to the house, to cook for themselves, you know. And uh, that's as far as I know about here anyway, but upstairs then you have a dentist and a doctor's surgery as well. Plus there's a room for meetings, yeah, meetings now and whatever, you know. It's a great space here. It is massive. And a piano there in the corner where yeah. the high hopes can. Well, we have the music held in as well. Uh, we had the mass held um, a month ago, I think. Lovely mass. The priest came down from up the country, you now I'm not sure where he was from, but. Yeah, he said the mass held was massive. And we decoiled in as well. Lovely. Yeah. There's a lot, lot going on. There is, uh... apartments then in there, and there's six people, and they're in there over three years now, they're all flying it, back of work, life on track, and, you know, they're, they're on the recovery um, meetings oh, over oh. in Penny Dinners, yeah. and they're really fabulous, and, you know, coming on in life, and got that second chance and took it, embraced it, worked very hard to get where they are today. And that's all through fundraising? Yeah, that we, we never had a fundraiser. Never ever had a fundraiser. We just rely on the public. You know, they come down, they see what we do and they ask how they can help and they want us to do these things. I think nobody likes to see anybody suffer or to be down and their luck or mm. to be an addiction and you know I think we try our best to show that there is an alternative way and the alternative way is our way mm. we believe if somebody comes looking to us for help we tell them it's it works both ways you know yeah. so when the lads came we said clean house and you know we told them if you relapse or if you break out or God only knows what then don't even ask us you know, don't even wait for us to ask you to leave. Just go, sort yourselves out, and that's it. It's a clean house, not fair on those that are. And we've, you know, we've been very lucky. The lads got it. They wanted it. They needed it, and they're great for it. Three hampers for Mary's. I got the list here. So you've got a good few names there. There's what? How yeah. many? These are all families. Don't forget. 
Might okay. be one name, but they're all families. Oh, you must be single people. Yes. You have the elderly and disabled. You know, I don't like to say all well, who they are, but yeah. they're people living alone. Yeah. Um, who don't have any help. Good man. No, and Mary's doing Don Gorney. Yeah. I'll walk and up and to the Yeah, and then, then I think it was the new one. Oh, I will have to text you the address. Okay, text me. I'll text you the address yeah. because he called me and I don't know the number of the house. I know the house, but I don't know the number. Okay, okay. all right. So I'll text him and I'll te- and I'll call you on Messenger, all right? Okay. You don't just help these people with food. Now, I've just had a case where I can... Can you help me with hospital appointments? Can you help me with transport? Uh, my wheelchair broke. Okay? Yeah. Can you phone healthcare? 21, can you phone the occupational therapist? Because this person has had two strokes and it's not easy for them to speak and say what they want. So that's where we step in and we do all the things that they're not able to do for them. So it's all about a quality of life and being there for them and doing and doing that kind of thing. It's not just about delivering food that they can't get out and get. Okay? Fabrice, tell me about the High Hopes Choir and how it it all started and when it started. Yeah, sure. So the High Hopes Choir started, I suppose David Broffy started that, the the RT Concert Orchestra uh, conductor in 2014, I think, and um, started in Dublin and then they created a a choir in uh, in Waterford as well. I think there was a documentary uh, on television. Um, uh, you know, documenting really what the, the choir was about, which is to raise awareness about you know, homelessness and mental health addictions and poverty and, and, and issues like this. Um, so choosing songs that would have some kind of message, I suppose, highlighting those kind of issues. Um, and then there was a choir uh, set up in Cork around 2015, I think. And in 2016, uh, Katrina from Penny Dinners asked me if I, I would... Um, I would, uh, you know, be the music director, and, and I said, "Hey, sure, why not?" I had no experience in that whatsoever, but I could play a few chords on the guitar, and I, 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 you know, I did a few things with music. So, um, so that's how my involvement with the choir started, and how um, how we started, and and we do, you know, uh, we rehearse in Penny Dinners every week, <coughs> and uh, then we do concerts. We did, you know, things all over the country, and. Uh, and things uh, in the city here as well and this time of the year is actually quite important as well because you you know we go to places like community centres or nursing homes or um, you know various places like that and it has spread the message as well of what any dinner stores and the yeah it starts the conversation about all these things you know as well and through our songs you know and, and the people that are in the choir as well um I mean, let's remember it's about singing, so singing is fun as well, you know. Yeah. So we, we do uh, choose songs that have a message as well, but sometimes we don't. Okay. Sometimes we just pick songs like Rocket Man or things like that because we just want to have a laugh as well, you know. And are a lot um, of, how many would be in the High Hope Square? Well, it depends. I mean, in Cork, I suppose, you know, we could have, you know, when we have good good numbers sometimes, we have 25 or, or, or 20, you know, from 15 to about 25. Would many of those be homeless or would they be those that all were homeless? People, or? You know, I mean, you, you know, it's not a. I don't usually uh, know um, um, that information myself, okay. you know, but there are people that have had, you know, uh, various experiences, I suppose, in, in the choir, you know, uh, that I'm not necessarily aware of, you know. Um, but you have people that have, as I said, have had these experiences or, or stuff. But also, you have volunteers, people that join in that work um, here as volunteers and penny dinners that come in and, 
and, uh, and join us to sing as well. That's the whole gambit, guys. That's the whole lot for the miracle on Little Hanover Street. Every single thing they do. Seamus Whelan spent the day with them uh, last week. And thank you for it, Seamus. And to everybody involved at Penny Dinners, everybody on Side appreciates everything that you do. In studio, after the break, the High Hopes Choir. Talk to Neil Prenderville now. 0818-104-106. Cork's Red FM. And happy to say that in Studio 2 this morning, we've managed to uh, get the High Hopes Choir to come visit us this morning to play for us. And we're honoured to have them in studio. They're being headed off. Of course, Katrina Toomey is with them. Absolutely. And in great voice, I hope, in spite of all of the hard work. But heading them up this morning is the one and only Hank Waddell. Uh, he's leading the choir. He's got guitar and everything. And without further ado, i hand over to the great Hank Waddell. Hank, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Happy Christmas to you and thank you all for coming in. Over to you, my man, to do your magic. Good stuff. And uh, the choir want to dedicate this to... Fabrice Fabrice and Pat. Stuff, guys, the High Hopes Choir from Cork Penny Dinners with the Bill Withers song Lean On Me. We'll pop back to them very, very shortly. Lots of texts coming in all morning long. Merry Christmas to all of the team. Thank you. I won't get to read out all of the lovely texts from people um, this morning, but thank you to one and all. Uh, but they are lovely. Siobhan and Caroline says, uh, Happy Christmas to all of the crew. Thanks for keeping me going during the year. In the days I was feeling down, you made me smile. On days I was happy, you annoyed me. <laughs> but above all, 
Above all, you made my mornings entertaining. Have a wonderful Christmas to Siobhan and Caroline. Thank you for your honesty. Uh, tuned in as always. Thank you guys for such fabulous shows every morning all year. In particular for being such a great supporter of our Gardaí when other media outlets are often so quick to criticise. It's much appreciated. Uh, and there's lots more. Morning to David Dillon as well. From Dublin, Cork's number one listener in Dublin, he says. But Marie and Clon says, stop and ask yourself, what are we celebrating on Christmas Day? It's a big eating day with starters, main courses, dessert and so on. What's all the eating for when we eat a dinner every day? People go way overboard with everything when it's really a celebration of the birth of our Lord. Start your day with going to the house of our Lord and your day will be very good. Pray for the poor people who have no starters or no dinner or indeed no home. That's good to focus on thoughts like that, Marie, and thank you for it. Keep them coming. Text 0868 104 106. I want to pick up on other stories of help and consideration after the break. Get it off your chest. Call Neil Prenderville now on 0818 104 Red FM. Uh, lots of people going on about traffic and of course it is mental at this time of the year and all of the city is kind of chalked up with people trying to get in and out, particularly in their motor cars and if you're using multi-storey car parks or indeed car parks in shopping centres like your Mahan or your Wilton or your Ballyvalan, you love this. Somebody sent me one of these memes, photograph of a guy with a caption that says, I'm bored. I think I'll go to the shopping mall, find a great parking spot and sit in my car with the reverse lights on. <laughs> I think that's very funny because anytime any of us are looking for a car parking spot, we're trying to see, I know I am all the time, do I see anybody with the reversing lights on? And I know, wait a little bit, they'll pull out and I'll get the spot. So I love that one. Actually, you know, it was very busy in town again yesterday. And I don't know what it is, but I'm trying buses all of the time now, as often as I can. And while they can be slow in coming, and I imagine that is a lot to do with traffic and everything, they always do eventually arrive. So I got another bus. I walked in, but I got a bus out again yesterday. And like a child, up the top seats upstairs, looking out at everybody as we go through the city for one euro ninety or two euro ten or whatever it is. But it's fantastic. It really and truly is. Unfortunately, I don't know why, but yesterday I was standing around waiting for the two oh seven and I counted five or six buses that were just out of service and empty. Now I don't mean to be disrespectful. There's probably a very good reason for it. Maybe they're not actually out of service, but they're going to start a shift or something. Uh, but anyway, that's the way it is. It seems as if uh, you know buses will be the way of the future, so I'm trying to get used to it in advance. Now we got quite an amount of contributions over the past few weeks from very kind people. As Bobby and the gang at Seacrest gave me a thousand euro vouchers for super value in Singleton's um, up in the north side, Singleton super value. I also got a thousand euro um, 500 in cash and I got Dunn's vouchers and all sorts of other stuff like that. Uh, I gave that to Katrina and Penny Dinners. But a lot of what we got from, from uh, Secrets and from Bobby and the gang and they give to me every year, we decided to give it to some members of the public who need it and the balance then to people who would be in the community helping people. And would you believe it? I gave um, Paddy O'Brien a substantial amount of money um, in in vouchers uh, earlier on in the week. And already I'm getting letters and I'm getting texts and I'm getting little handwritten notes in the post from people who Paddy passed the vouchers on to just to say thank you. So just a quick call to Paddy and also Anthony O'Byrne from Cork City Homeless Group because we sorted him with money as well because they were dipping into their own pocket constantly, buying everything they needed, particularly food that they were preparing uh, for the homeless. So, Paddy, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Neil. Again, and again, thank you sincerely for that donation. No, I just wanted to just touch base with you because you could find a home for it much faster than I to the really needy. 
Yes, I did indeed, and I put a lot of endless on elderly people living alone who are struggling. I, 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 this year we've helped a lot of um, um, single parents, large families, large families, and they were sent to Seamus earlier this morning. The joy, the joy it was to see the expression in your faces when you're telling them you're giving them 50 euro or 100 euro, whatever the case may be. And I think quite honestly that the vouchers are a great idea for the less well-off for the simple reason that just arriving in the house with a hamper, in a lot of cases, some, some of the items on the hamper would never be used, but at least when they have money in their pockets, they feel independent, and it gives yeah. them back that independence. They can walk off to Stiltsling and shop in Hollyhill. Yeah. They can walk around and pick people what, what they what they want and um, well you found but, a good I mean, home for them for people in need of all ages and all sorts of different circumstances I'm myself at the moment I think that I'm asking myself I have to read about penny dinners what would the poor the less well off a cocktail without penny dinners without a doubt absolutely just incredible she's a wonderful woman and her volunteers and um People are people are aware of the work she's doing. Today, now my son is a director of a company, and in lieu of presents for the staff, they're handing over a cheque for five thousand euro to Katrina the Oh today. my God! I wonder if she knows that. I think I might have Katrina on mic. Can you can you hear me, Katrina? I can hear you. <laughs> five grand on the way. Were you aware of that? I was because Mick O'Brien made me aware of it, and uh, I was supposed to be out there now, but they know I'm strapped and and pushed, so they've postponed it until just after. Christmas so we'll do it next week. I don't know, we need two or three (laughs) versions of you to get you in all the places you need to be at one time. Uh So that's a lovely contribution Paddy, thank everybody on behalf of you. A lovely thing I thought of when my son explained this to me, that it was a new presence but it was in sort of the consent of the staff. Yeah. The staff then agreed, and between them, there was a vote taken. It was a, a penny, penny dinner. Wonderful thing. But get back to the, your, your, your voters. Very, very much appreciate it. Well done. For every, well done. for every voter I give out, you could see the expression on their faces that they Delighted. were getting this. You know, there was okay. no, there was no rules and regulations. Here you are. That's for you. And I would 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 have said this is from Red FM, and telling the supermarket to go to. And it was very very much appreciated. And what I'm it, saying is so well. it was the difference between a sad and lonely Christmas, and now they can have a happy Christmas. Well done. Well, listen, Paddy. Thanks for everything during the week or during the year, I should say, on air, and everybody that you helped. You continue to do it year in year out. Have a happy Thank Christmas you. and all the best for 2023. We'll be in touch as usual, right? Thanks very much, Neil. God bless you. Uh, Anthony O'Byrne is Cork City Homeless Group uh, based in Blackpool and has been going for, what are you, nearly two years doing what you do now, Anthony? But you were strapped a lot of the time for cash, weren't you? Uh, yes, Neil, we were there and uh, those votes will go uh, a long way to helping us do a couple of dinners for a couple of nights. Without a doubt, without having to buy everything in the supermarket yourself, this will go some way to help you to prep the fresh meat or fish or chicken or veg and things like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's it. All right. This well, goes a mighty long way. All right, man. Well, listen, again, happy to be part of it, happy to help. Happy Christmas to you and everybody that works alongside you, I, all of those volunteers. I, and the same to you, Neil, and thank you very much for you and your staff there for your support. Incredible work you do. And can I just say another thank you there to Jason Munch and uh, the Baker son for being behind us for the last year and a half. Baker, yeah, I know and the Jason Munch had a big family day last weekend, didn't they? Yes, raised an awful it, was, lot of money. It, was, it was a great success. Like, that will help us drastically to get back to where we were. Okay, okay. And we'd like to thank the Queen. Katrina Toomey, <laughs> of her support. 
Well, fair play. Hey, she's been brilliant to us. You're emotional, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, we should like be the ones that are emotional for the work that you do. But I suppose you take it yeah. to heart. You know, you take what you do to heart. To be what? Ah. They need it. I know. Will you be out over the Christmas? We'll be out Christmas night. Doing what you do. In spite of everything, yeah. you'll continue to do like, what you do. Well, all the rest of them are gone. They're, they're packed up now for the, the, the Christmas. So uh, there'll be no one out, only ourselves. Maybe Katrina. They'll be probably around the place. Well, listen, Anthony, have a happy and peaceful Christmas yourself in spite of the fact that you will be out and about helping those less fortunate. Um, and we'll talk to you uh, in yeah. New Year, all right? Thanks very much, and I have your support. All right, Anthony, God bless. Take care. Bye Take bye. care. Thank you. Take care. What will Christmas Day be like inside, uh, Katrina? Will it be a busy day? It'll be very busy and um, we have a huge amount of dinners to deliver as well. So we'll have a big team coming in. Michael Turtle and exec cars will be on hand as they are every year. And we have some people from the army, from the Gardaí and uh, some of our volunteers and just friends that come in on Christmas Day to deliver all the meals. We'll be going East Cork, West Cork, North Cork, South Cork, everywhere with the dinners to get them out to people. So we have our lists and uh, we'll be good to go and they'll all get their Christmas dinner. And then we'll have people that will come down to us. We're going to take them into James Street for the day and we'll have um, music. We'll have the High Hopes Choir with Fabrice and Pat, Pat Healy and Hank Waddell comes every year and... You know, when we couldn't get into penny dinners during the pandemic, yeah. we just did the concert out in the street yeah. and it was just lovely. When people came around the corner, we had the Mahatma Dance Group as well from, they're an Indian dance troupe and they're very colourful. So when people came around the corner to penny dinners, the whole street was kind of a buzz with, you know, festivities. And we have the Barrick Street Brass and Reed Band who will once again come this wow. year. Thank it's God. Be an amazing you know, day, back, isn't it? Back to, to normality in that way. But our, you know, our plan on Christmas Day is to make everybody as happy as we can and to just keep, you know, keep people knowing that they're cared about and knowing that we go above and beyond, you which we do. The volunteers do. are incredible. You certainly do. And, you certainly uh, do. Just to, just to help people. Happy Christmas to you. I hope you get an opportunity to get the feet up at some stage before you go back into the thick of it again for the new year. But everybody oh. really appreciates what you do and what all the volunteers do, yeah. Katrina. And Thank Neil, so if much. I could just say one thing, the, the love and support and the kindness and thoughtfulness that's shown to us all year round and especially at Christmas if it tells us one thing it tells us that we're a good people and the government have a great template to work with yeah. we are good yeah. work with us and put us you know fix all the problems well, that I've often said it the generosity of Cork people continues to amaze me alright listen get your singing voice back on there for me Katrina I want to go back to uh, Hank Waddell who's leading the High Hopes Choir this morning Hank that was a good choice of song Lean On Me by Bill Withers it says it all in the lyrics what have you got for us now my man well we've got Johnny Nash's I Can See Clearly Now I can see clearly now It's 
playing of the great Hank Weedell. After the break, the High Hope Squire are going to play us out for this hour before they go on their merry way with a nice Christmas medley to get us in the mood. Talk to Neil Prenderville now. 0818-104-106. Cork's Red FM. And between now and midday today, we certainly will be talking to Santa Claus. We'll have John Spillane and Conal Creighton in studio. We'll be chatting with uh, Pat O'Connell and we have a lovely Vox from the English market for you. And of course, on top of that and everything else, we've got uh, Leash Leahy in studio uh, playing live. A couple of Christmas numbers this side of midday. But for the final time this morning, and thank Thank you so much to every single member of the High Hopes Choir that joined us live in studio this morning. Back to Hank Widell to play us out for this hour. Bit of a Christmas medley going on, Hank. Over to you. Here we go. I'm dreaming of a Christmas Just like the
We knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake Oh, you better watch out You better not cry You better not power I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town Thank you guys. You've just you've seriously rocked it this morning. The Christmas cheerometer is gone off the scale. Well done. Thank you so much to the High Hope Choir. Thank you, Hank. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas, Neil. Take care. Hey, it's Dave. Join me weekdays from four for Dave Max Drive, where I'll help get you home or give you a little lift at home. Big hits, loads of fun features, and traffic info. What more could you need? Join me weekdays from four. Dave Max Drive. 
104 to 106 Red FM This is the Neil Prenderville Show I've got a lovely card in the post and a lovely mass bouquet as well from everybody down Drimmer League way you might recall Noreen uh, McSweeney who was on air with us earlier in the year they won the Energy Most Christmassy Home and the lights in their home are just unbelievable and all of the proceeds because people go along to visit the home and see all of the gorgeous lights that um, uh, Noreen and Sean have put up and it's in it's in honour of her late grandson Owen who died in 2021 but all of the proceeds go to Cork Cancer Research Marymount Hospice and Bantry Hospice Project um, and if you want to go they're down in Drimmer League in a place called Cladagh I'm probably pronouncing that wrong but if you're in the area or heading west along at all and you want to see the most amazing lights display in the home and the garden the postcode the air code is P47RH66 P47RH66 so happy Christmas to you Noreen and to Sean all the McSweeney's and everybody down west along Free Food Friday courtesy of ourselves and Roosters Piri Piri Douglas and Blackpool Retail Park with some more shout outs this might be the last shout outs I'm not quite sure how much I'll be able to get in between now and midway everybody at the Bon Secours Care Village who are listening on the Lee Road to Little Hands Child Care on Redemption Road to everybody at Keita Products who listen all year long to Home Support at the office in the Ballyfehan Health Centre who are listening Frank's Takeaway and Carrick Tool they are pre- prepping to feed the parish today and tomorrow Striker I don't think that's for free now, don't get me wrong. Striker and Carrick Tool looking to be fed. ECI, JCB and Carrick Tool as well. Um, to the Grinch and Co. at Depot 27 at DPD in Dunmanway. To Striker in Carrick Tool. To Twilight News and Patrick Street, Paul Street and the bus station. And right back at you. Happy Christmas. To the Cutthroat Barber and Corraheen who would share it with Sheehan Heating and Plumbing. Always listening, Barry Joyce Cole in Fair Hill, Pat McDonald Paints, the new store on the Commons Road, Noreen's Hair Salon in White's Cross. Good morning to you all, and Ross Oil in Fernands. We're going to pick a winner um, sometime between now and midday, and food will be delivered to up to 15 of you. Starters, main course, dessert, the lot, courtesy of ourselves, and Roosters, Piri Piri, Douglas, and Blackpool Retail Park. Um, can I just also mention that Moz Gaffney has a big gig in Cove Ramblers Clubhouse on St. Stephen's Day? The night of it, actually. 8pm, so the great Miles Gaffney asked me to give a shout out for that. Cove Ramblers, he's playing 8pm, St. Stephen's Day, as opposed to St. Stephen's Day. Well, it's my turn, lads. It's my turn, because I haven't played it yet this Christmas. So, one outing alone, usually I get to play it four or five times, so sit back and enjoy my favourite Christmas song of all time. The great Christy Ray in his blue storm as he's driving home for Christmas. Picture the scene heading down the road. Trying to get home. Off you go, Chris. I'm driving home for Christmas. Chris Rea and driving home for Christmas. That's a lovely Christmas number. Anybody that comes home for Christmas will appreciate the sentiments of that one. Anyway, text 0868104106. Pick up the phone on 0818104106. Just one call, actually, because I want to try, you know, to, to solve this. And I think we may have. Marion's in a bit of Marion's in a bit of a predicament. Marion, good morning. Morning. Have you sight issues, girl? I can't see it. You can't see it at all? No, and I'm not ringing up for something. No, I know that. That's grand. We'll walk through this. Don't you worry about anything. I'm so stressed. I'm sick. I'm headache at the moment. And it's just... My fridge freezer there is giving me trouble there with the last a few weeks there. So I got in touch with the company there last week. And I pleaded with them because I knew that and I asked them, could they come out and check it so that I could probably try and get, you know, 
maybe the money together to buy a new yeah, one yeah. and they said oh we can't do it to be next week I rang them again and a person came out and you wouldn't mind Neil I know this person because they came to me before right okay and I'm not a type of person that would need somebody into my house you know I know and he stood there he wouldn't even take the fridge out and look to see if the gas was gone he just stood there and he, he said oh sure you'll know sure if the milk is sour and I said, what are you talking about? Yeah. I said, I'm here on my own all over Christmas. And I said, I have to go I don't even know whether to buy food today to be putting into a fridge, whether it'll be safe. It's completely ghosts. So did you have to throw everything? He didn't repair it though, no? No, he said if the gas was gone. But I said, why don't you take out the fridge? Okay. And he refused to take out the fridge and test. He was an engineer that knew me. Okay, and did he, all right. Me. Did he charge you for that and everything? 75 euros need that I had to pay. All right. 75 euros out That's of my pocket that okay. I had put away for something else. Like Did you have to throw everything out of the fridge? And the well, freezer? I have to throw food out of the fridge okay. now because okay. it keeps going, it keeps um, going in and out. And are you on your own? I'm totally on my own. And are you totally blind? Totally blind, can't see. And he knew this, he just took out right. an advantage. He told me, Neil, yesterday that the fridge was down at one. He told the company, I rang the box right. this morning. Listen, let's forget about him and let's forget about all of them, right? Because we're not going to solve it. Uh, we're not going to we're, we're can't not, do we're, a delivery. And I don't know what to do now. I don't know even whether to buy food. And I don't know what right. to do. Okay, all right. Don't don't worry about anything. I, we just had a chat there off the air with Katrina Toomey from Cork Penny Dinners, and she's going to sort you out with the fridge. All right. Okay, and that that hopefully, hopefully, hopefully will be sorted in the next few hours. All right. Yes, yeah, okay. I, I can't continue using this fridge. No, I know, I understand. We want you to have a happy Christmas and be able to have some food in the house, for God's sake. So that's the I least know, to be expected. And, like, it's dangerous to be having food inside the fridge because I had, and I okay. pleaded with this all person right. yesterday. That's all right, that's all right. Never forget about them. They're in the past. They're in your rear view mirror now at this stage. Don't worry about it. And can you cook and everything for yourself even though you're totally blind? Well, kind of. It's yeah. just at the moment, and my health isn't the best at the moment. And doing cooking, like uh, it's not. You know, uh, I've would got you not be, be Would you not be better off getting a hot meal in, getting something delivered? No. No, how would you get a hot meal Christmas day in here? But I have, I can, I can, All right. I okay. can do it. But okay, well, don't no, be upset anymore now. Forget about what happened over I'm the last so few upset days. About, like, how am I going to manage with All this? Right. Two weeks while there's no... You'll be grand, you'll be grand. Don't worry about it. I'm going to put you back on hold. The so lads will sort it out. You have a Merry Christmas. You too. To every day. Thank you, Marion. Happy Christmas. Okay. You don't worry. Thank there's a fridge you. on the way. Thank you so much. Thanks. Okay, back after the break, lads. We have the great Leash Leahy in studio. We're going to do some Christmas songs with her after the break. Looking forward to this. This is the Neil Prenderville Show. Text in WhatsApp 086-8104-106. Gork's Red FM. I'm gonna get to know you better This Christmas And as we trim the tree How much fun it's gonna be together This Christmas The fireside is blazing bright 
Happy Christmas to all of you guys out there. Mind each other. Look after each other. If Finn and Sirius are listening, this one goes out to you. All my fam at MTU Cork School of Music. Happy Christmas, guys. Happy Christmas is right. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Oh, holy night. Or maybe a bit of Earth the Kids Santa Baby. All right, I'm going to shift you to a different studio, all okay. right? But before you go, we're doing Cork's longest ho, ho, ho. Our lines are open for this now, guys. I have two 100 euro vouchers left, right? Oh. Two 100 euro vouchers okay. left for McCarthy's family butcher. So I'm going to Game be asking on. you, not now, okay. a little later. How long you can do your whole... Bear in mind, I can do 44 <laughs> seconds and you're a professional. Oh, God almighty. No I'll, be asking, I'll be asking John Spillane as well, incidentally. <laughs> okay. See if he can do the longest hoe. Just for curiosity's <laughs> sake. So, after well, the break... After the break, I hope to do that and get some punters on the air as well. Go away and practice your longest <laughs> ho ho ho. Thanks, Leisha. Lads, the lines are open for that. Our last two vouchers. Cork's longest hoe. Some guy actually texted me and said he can do 45 seconds. But I can't find the text. So, if you are listening... I would like to hear it. Get in touch. Pick up the phone 0818104106. Back after the break. The Neil Prendeville Show on Cork's Red FM. Our phone lines remain open after midday 0818104106. And lads, we're off on tour again. Where would you be going Christmas week? Only to the English market. And that's where Kevin was earlier in the week checking in with everybody and soaking up the atmosphere. I'm from 
Cork originally, yeah. but I live in England now. Okay. I'm home for Christmas. And is visiting the English market a big part of being home for Christmas? It is. It has a certain atmosphere. Are you picking up spiced beef for... Done that already, and we just came in for crab now and smoked salmon and oh. crab claws. You'll have a fine Christmas. starve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no fear. And look, I suppose, look, and it's so important, I suppose, with the English market to keep coming and to keep it alive. Very important, and not because there's no point in all these tourists coming because they don't spend any money here, but at least the local people spend the money in here. <laughs> <laughs> They're a waste of time, really, but it's nice for them to be around. <laughs> Wait, I tell them why you're here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Will it, do you want to tell me, do you want to tell me while you're, why you're in the English market? Uh, well, my friend here got a, a hamper, and we had a we had a bet on over what it cost. <laughs> so we're coming here to get the price of it. <laughs> and who's winning the bet? <laughs> I think they're I think they're specially made up. So uh, I went low anyway, so I think I'm losing. But uh. <laughs> so you're not you're not actually going anything here. You're just coming from Ooch. Yeah, we're just we're just walking through now. We're getting yeah. food after, so uh, we haven't unless something catches the eye now. Maybe oh. we're thinking of getting spiced beef or something. Maybe, but uh, that's a real cork thing, spiced beef. Now you'll have to get that, won't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. I don't know. Have to try and fit in here at some stage now. Well, I was going to say <laughs> uh, we were hearing about the tourists and how the tourists never spend any money, but the locals will always spend here. So it's apparently you the ones that are that are killing this place, turning up and rocking around and not spending any money. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible thing to put at us. Now. I don't know. Um, if you don't mind me asking. Are you guys from Cork originally? Oh, Cork, yes. Yeah, Cork, born and bred. It's wonderful. Yeah. We love it here. And um, do you get your Christmas stuff here as well? Oh, yes. She's just started buying from Durkin's her spiced beef. Oh, yes. So it's non-stop up there. I suppose we came here as children and it's it's a real Cork tradition yeah. and we like to support them. And there's so little from Christmases then that have kind of remained. So, like, it's almost, there's so few things you can kind of come back to that you did as a kid that totally, you can do now. Totally. So we'd have great memories from being here with our own mother and grandmother really and, and we'd have known people in the stalls and yeah. some of those families so. and come here I suppose what's your like what's your favourite part of Christmas around Cork would you say well I love going to some of the choral festivals as well and okay. and being out and about in the atmosphere and yeah. even in the evening time it's just wonderful can I ask you first of all um, are you from Cork originally uh, no uh, we are actually student at UCC okay. so we are from originally India and what is it that makes you come to the English market? Uh, basically meat. <laughs> uh, compared to Aldi, Tesco, there are fresh meats available here. And you get lots of variety, lots of marinated stuff. Sir. So if you go to any um, uh, many big stores, sir, you don't get such a personal connection there. you know. But you come here, you get a lot of personal connection. Uh, you can expect uh, they can give you a really good advice. Sir. And that's a uh, uh, human feeling. Uh, that's the reason we actually come to here. And um, as somebody who's come over to Cork, did you know the English market existed before you came here or did you just come across it? Oh, I knew. Uh, so as soon as I knew that I'm coming to UCC to study, so I looked around what's in UCC, uh, sorry, in Cork. Yeah. yeah, and English market is one of those things that always popped up. <laughs> yeah. What is it about the English market at Christmas that kind of draws you in? Is it the nostalgia of it? Or? Oh, absolutely. Happy days and memories. And it's just lovely walking around, really. And the spiced beef. And it just seeing people just in great form. You know, it's a special place to be, I think. Is uh, spiced beef regular on your uh, table for Christmas? Yeah, I love it especially cold the next day the sandwich I think everybody does don't they it's a Cork tradition really and it is and it's one of those and it's kind of those two things are interlinked as traditions in Cork that have kind of endured despite everything else well, absolutely and they're trying to get the younger generation into it now too so that the tradition keeps on and what do you think about like what is it about the English market that makes it so nice at Christmas do you think uh, 
Yeah, there's just something kind of like comforting about it for you know I don't live in Cork anymore so coming home for Christmas it's like it's like, it kind of makes it feel like oh it's really festive vibes and yeah it's just we've we've always done it and I just it's it's nice that so many Irish producers here and you kind of feel like you're shopping local a little bit and it just yeah it kind of it, it makes it more special then when it's on the table than just like buying something in the supermarket I guess you yeah. summed it up better than I ever could <laughs> you said you were living you're not living in Cork at the moment no 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 um, I, li- I live in Dublin now but I think the heart, my heart will always be down here <laughs> and you always come home for Christmas oh yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> uh, it seems to be doing okay now I'd say yeah. uh, but there's always lads and Paul you say this is like, there's a good buzz around, around the English market Christmas isn't there there's always a bit of a buzz around the place absolutely yeah, it'd be, um, one place I definitely called uh, a couple of times before Christmas yeah pick up little bits and pieces a bit of a Christmas tradition here isn't it yeah yeah. ah yeah sure it's a bit of buzz around as well you never know what you might spot like so yeah. you find something to pick up but not the price tag of a hamper no unfortunately <laughs> we'll have to get specially made yeah. and uh, what are you going to do for Christmas uh, probably drink a lot <laughs> I mean it's holiday give up your old sins I was talking earlier that's the English market thank you for that Kev great buzz in the English market every day particularly Christmas week people are hooking up for the first time back home from overseas stuff like that do you remember earlier on I was talking about films and movies that aren't really Christmassy but we associate them with Christmas I see texts coming in all morning saying we all know that the big unanswered question is as to whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not well don't ask me uh, ask Bruce Willis have a listen to this now please listen very carefully Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. So please, could that be the last word on this? If Willis himself says it isn't, don't be calling it a Christmas film if the man himself says it isn't. Right. Cork's longest hoe, Catherine standing by, Sebastian, Diam, and Dan. Now, guys, I'm going to explain to you. When you do the hoe, move the phone away from your voice, right? Just move it away about maybe a foot as you're doing your hoe. I hope you can follow the instructions. Dan, good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? Where are you calling from? I'm on Patrick Street at the moment doing oh, a bit of shopping. A great place to be. Okay, Cork's longest ho 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 from Patrick Street for a 100 euro voucher for McCarthy's Family Butchers and Hawks Road. You can buy whatever you want with it turkey, ham, steaks, whatever you like. So the, the first two hoes are short. So it's ho ho, deep breath, and the longest ho. I'm explaining this now for yeah, the last time. Perfect. So in your own time and move, the, move the phone away as you're doing it. So go for it. Ho ho. <laughs> says he going into cardiac arrest I got 34 seconds on that one 34 seconds that's what Brilliant. I'm talking about hold on there Dan get your breath alright thanks very much don't go anywhere DM hello that's what I'm talking hello. about that's what I'm talking can you beat that hey, we'll have a go anywhere alright two shorts ho and a big long ho in your own time go for it ok ho ho Oh. 
I don't know whether that was a drone, a bumblebee, a wazzy, or what. <laughs> I got 37 seconds. 37 oh, yeah. seconds. Dan, my man, yeah. you're gone. And I was sure you were going to win it with 34. Right. Jeez, I was sure of it too. I was practicing here all morning. I but. can imagine you were. But hold on. I mean, we'll see what happens for second place before quitting time. But uh, don't go anywhere, DM, because I want to see if Sebastian can have a go and beat that. Sebastian. How are you? 37 right. seconds to beat, Pally. You ready? Oh, God, God, no. We'll see how it goes. Okay, move the phone away from your face when you're doing this. Two shorts and a long hoe. Go for it. Judge. Ho, ho, ho. Trimmer. <laughs> I got I got thirty nine seconds. What you get? What you get? Yeah. <laughs> it broke up a little bit, but it was a continual thirty nine seconds. You know what? I'm actually packed up on the side. I'm delivering. What? Yesterday, I'm nearly finished. What? I'm actually packed up on the side. I'm delivering for UPS yesterday. I'm nearly finished. <laughs> Delighted to hear that. Hold on, Sebastian. Diam, terribly sorry, my man. You got bait as well. <laughs> I will. Can win them all. Hang in there, though. Me? Yeah. Me, can I just say happy Christmas to all the O'Connor clan and to a resolute gym as well. Fair play to you, boy. Fair play to you. Job done. Yeah. Let me just get one quick one here because Catherine's was spending. Catherine. Hi, Neil. Do you want to give it a go? I'll try anyway. 39 <laughs> seconds to beat. Sebastian did 39 seconds. Move the phone away as you're doing this. In your own time, two shorts and a long ho. Okay. Ho, ho, ho. Sounded like a blue bottle. <laughs> brave, brave effort. It was probably better in practice, but this is fair play all the same. 15 seconds won't do it, but happy Christmas, Catherine. Cheers, Neil. Happy Christmas to you. Take care of yourself. Sebastian. Yes. I'm going to leave a 100 euro voucher for you under your name at McCarthy's Family Butchers and Hawks Road. Enjoy it, my friend, when you get your breath back. 39 seconds is incredible, all right? Well done. Thank you very much. Happy very Christmas. Nice well done to you. As we say, happy Christmas as well to Alicia, who's ready and standing by with another Christmas song live in studio. Over to you, Alicia. Thanks, Neil. What do you want to do, girl? So I think it's time for a bit of Santa Baby, Neil. What do you reckon? <laughs> Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby And hurry down the chimney tomorrow night 
a baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. I wait up for you, dear Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the fun that I've missed, and think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Next year, I could be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. Santa baby, I want a yacht, and really that's not a lot. I've been in Crosshaven all year, Santa honey, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa honey, one little thing, I really do need the deeds to a platinum mine, Santa honey, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Come and trim my Christmas tree with some decorations bought at Keen's. <laughs> I really do believe in you, so let's see if you believe in me. Santa baby forgot to mention just one little thing, a ring. And I don't mean on the phone, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry tomorrow Well done. <laughs> I'm in some kind Just of a, a dark. I'm in a kind of a dark, loungy jazz bar yes. with a big, huge glass of red wine. Oh not, my. and you're playing in the corner <laughs> with the piano. I'm just there. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Hang in there. I'll be back to you again. Don't forget that ho ho ho. Back after the break, guys. In studio, the one and only Conal Creedon and John Spillane next. Call the Neil Prenderville Show now. 0818-104-106. Red FM. Oh, we played a tune on the Shandon Bells, the Isle of Inish Free. Then we wandered down through old Cork Town and crossed the River Lee. The Christmas lights were all sparkling As we sauntered down the quay Into the English market And into eternity Mavorning born Won't you come home to me Tis by the English market gates I'll be I'm late I'm late but I hesitate At Princess Street corner a lone troubadour treats the land I love the best with care I cut through the mutton lane into the market it's a shortcut scenic route to the Grand Parade the market is glowing 
A bit like the Wizard of Oz when it turns to colour. Vegetables freshly dug from green and leafy country gardens tumbling from stalls. Chickens, rabbits, wood pigeons, pheasants and ducks strung up in clusters, trays of eggs and every cast of farmyard waterfowl stacked to the canopy. Art students straddling the fountains, sketching moving still life. The knobbly knees of cafe society poked through the railings of the ceiling-slung farm gate. The air is thick with sound and scent. The most beautiful aroma of exotic spice and herbs from Mr. Bell's Spice Emporium. Hot breads from the Yukon Bakery. Pesto, chorito, bitter balsamic vinegar, sweet olive oil, frizzing, sizzling crepes. Fish and all creatures of the Atlantic Ocean and meat. More meat than you could shake a stick at. And all this is blending, blending beautifully with the sing-song sound of people talking. Jesus, I'm late. I'm late, but I hesitate. Ah, well, may as be hung for a sheep as for a lamb. In the English market I was born One cold and frosty day As they wrapped me up in a cabbage leaf I could hear the angels say Oh, you will know sorrow, of small cork boy But you'll know joy as well Only make your choices wisely Between heaven, between hell Then my mother gently dipped me in the fountain of pure love. With her tender heart, she missed one part where she held me from above. Oh, and I have wandered fruitlessly through many a desert plain. But before this song is ended, I'll be coming home again. Won't you come home to me? Tis by the English market gates I'll be. I hear the angel voices telling me to be strong. Here in this English market, Christmas angel song. John Spillane and Conal Creedon <laughs> live in studio. Doja John Boys. Back to you in a second, guys. I want to go straight down to the English market. I got about 60 seconds to talk to the poultry in motion man, Tim Mulcahy. Tim, good morning. Good morning, Neil. I want you to share that little secret that you have with regards to putting the turkey in Dovan. Now, firstly, is it 70, 72 degrees, or 80 degrees as you suggest? I'd always, I'd always go with 80, especially with the turkey on the bone, uh, for the simple reason that, well, in our house, anyway, we tend to scrape the bone off the meat from the joints and everywhere, and I just feel that you're certainly eliminating any uh, hint of pinkness um, uh, around the The pink the spot. Now, yeah, you told me spot. that you do a trick, right, with a pound of butter and a clean tea towel. Yeah. Well, we've always done that. We we like to keep it simple in our house. So what we do is basically we melt a pound of butter and we get an old clean tea towel or you can get some muslin and we basically melt a pound of butter and we we uh, soak the tea towel in the melted butter um, and we place that over the entire turkey. 
Um, and then that goes into the... So it's kind of like a turkey with a, a, a buttery blanket over him. But does the... Uh, does the would would the they oven. often not go on fire? Not at all. <laughs> no. But we, it hasn't gone on fire on us yet, didn't you? <laughs> and do you, leave the, do you leave the buttery tea towel on it for the whole cooking process? Oh, the whole cook. It stays on it for the whole cook. And what it does is it, it, it allows a self-pacing. So there's no need to be opening the door every 10 minutes and spooning all the... <laughs> All the, uh, great the trick. back over the turkey again. A great trick. And would it be brown and crispy and golden? Oh, to be a beautiful golden brown turkey when you take it out of the oven. Well That's done, man. Well done. Uh, well done. Beautiful. Listen, I wish I had more time, but a uh, happy Christmas to you all down there, you in particular, uh, and all of the staff. And many, and many happy return to field. Take care, my man. Cheers. Appreciate it. The great poultry and motion man, Tim Mulcahy. Now you know, guys. I'm not saying you should do it for fear of fire, but certainly if you have a gas gas oven, be very careful with it. But it seems to work. Anyway, jump in there, Conan. No, no, we eat. uh, It's a big thing on St. Stephen's Day. It's uh, tea towel buttered sandwiches. (laughs) Uh, It's the crispy bit. Do you make them? No. No, how do you make them? Just take the tea towel off the turkey and, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, and eat, eat the, the tea towel. It's gorgeous. <laughs> you know, talking, <laughs> about, talking about Christmas memories, I, I loved the bit you did in the Hollybow, Conal, about your annual trip for the well, new pair of Doc Martens. Uh, that's actually, you know, the funny thing is, it's once again, it's not nostalgia, it's a living tradition. I keep doing it, right? And I, I called into James, it's James Cogan in McCarthy's in... Um, okay. Okay, I, I was in school with James Royal and... Um, I think we went in alternate days even though we were in the same class. <laughs> we never sat through the same class. But a uh, sweet guy. And, you know, as you get older too, right, uh, those, I think friendship's a funny one, right? But sometimes um, longevity is is just as important as depth, you know? So keeping the tradition going. Yeah. Is tomorrow the day you'll buy the new pair? No, I called in there about two weeks ago because I'm not getting them this year because... Um, ah, for God's sake, man. Because I, I didn't wear out my last ones. How many pairs have you got? Well, I tell you, what happens is I have a lot of them, right? But here's the truth. Some days I reach into the press and I put on two shoes, but they're made in two different millennia. Like uh, my right one could be made in 19, uh, whatever, 1998. Have you and, a fun pair, though? Well, I have my black ones. Now I got them. I have only one pair of black ones and I got them for the year of the recession. Uh, <laughs> Which 2000, one? I know I was still in the last one, the 80s. No, 2007, right? The... Uh, and I always call it Black 07, right? And, um, <laughs> so you have a good pair? You have a pair for going out, you have a pair for gardening, you have a pair ones. for around the house, you have dancing wear, yeah, walking pair, running painting pair. Painting docks, uh, <laughs> walking docks. Yeah, they're fairly, it's a big part of my life. And really. you feel great. You take them off then in the box and you might go into what? The high B or would you well, go I, into Conehan's? I'd often drop in some place, right? So it would be one of those places. It could be either, uh, you know, corner, corner house, um, <laughs> Hybe, uh, Valley, any one of Benny McCabe's places, like they're all really spot Oh, on. put the new docks up and admire the well, stitching. No, I just look at them, because I think it goes back to when I was a kid. It's like your first pair of football boots. I don't know if you know that feeling. It's like, <laughs> it throws you right back there, right? But absolutely. It's a fabulous story in the Hollywood. Hang in there, guys, because I want to chat with you a little bit more for the little time that I've left, and the great John Spillane as well, who's got the new album out with the concert orchestra. Well done on that. On Fire in the Hit Factory, uh, Neil, in another light, it's called. It came out there in October. Is that is that RT concert or who is it? It's the Cork Opera House Concert Orchestra. Oh my Orchestra, God, I forgot Conducted that. by John O'Brien. And, um, All the hits. We did last, 
yeah, ten songs with big orchestrations. All the hit factory. Okay, feel free to jump in on this if you want, but I want to go back to Leisha Leahy because she's going to play us out herself and then I'll come back to you guys and do a little bit. But uh, Leisha, is it Oh Holy Night? I think I, it has to be Oh Holy Night, doesn't it, Neil? All right, girl, well, in your own time, you yeah. take it away. Don't be shy. <laughs> go for it. Let's do it. Brightly shining, it is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, oh. He
incredible stuff, Leisha. Thank you so much. I'm in awe of your talent. Happy Christmas to you. Happy Christmas, Neil. Unbelievable. That one goes out to Avril Leahy. That's my mother-in-law's favourite song, Neil. <laughs> I bet you it's Santa Claus's favourite song yeah. as well. I hope so. Thanks, Leisha. <laughs> I want to go to the North Pole and just check in with the big man himself. Santi, good morning. Neil. I'm sorry. I'm for, delighted that you got on to me. I'm sorry I'm for listen. dragging you away from the busy morning. Ah, so don't worry, Neil. When you phone me, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And I'm so much looking forward to going to court. But there's only one problem, Neil. What's the problem, Santi? My sleigh is full of shoes. Shoes? shoes. Yes. There's an awful lot of shoes in the sleigh, and they're going to, uh, let me see, Coburg Street, I think it is, <laughs> in Cork. Is Conal is Creedon on the naughty or the nice oh, list? Conal Creedon boys. is the name. That's, that's it, that's the name no that's on it, Neil. How did you know that? Because he's sitting alongside me here, and he's absolutely in awe of the fact that you're bringing him a new pair of Doc Martens. Absolutely. <laughs> oh! Neil and, and Neil by the way I got your card and your present but I need to talk to you about the present of the solar panels that you sent me for the sleigh <laughs> now Neil when do I fly the sleigh is it daytime or nighttime? Nighttime, Santa Claus and do solar panels work in the night no Santi <laughs> ah, but you were saved again Neil by Mrs. Claus because she gave me a present of batteries oh. so the solar panels charge the batteries during the day and I'm all set now for travelling by night less work Isn't for the reindeers are all the boys and girls Absolutely. in Cork you see Neil the sleigh is getting bigger and bigger and heavier and heavier and I'm really worried about the poor reindeers being able to pull it ah, so sure. that's why I have to have assistance but from the, the battery powered motor but the boys see. and girls will leave loads of carrots and bickies and bottles of stout for yourself they always do, Neil, but you see, the problem is when all the rangers eat all the, the carrots and all the puddings and what have you, then they're not too healthy from <laughs> flying around the place. I know. And tell me, uh, would you be telling the boys and girls to go to bed early tonight now? Oh, absolutely, Neil. Absolutely. Everybody should be in bed when it gets dark. And as you know, it gets dark very early these days. So they should be in bed at the latest, Neil, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? That's very at late. At the latest. That's at the latest, Neil. 8 o'clock, I'd say, Santi, wouldn't you? 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock would be highly recommendable. Give Mammy and Daddy a break. And none of them are on the naughty list, no? Well, I have one or two, but I don't think that there's a fellow here. John Spillan, I think it is. <laughs> Uh, he's on the naughty list, all right, but, but he's redeeming himself, I think, somewhat. Right, bring him a new plectrum for his guitar, will you? I'll, I'll do my best, Neil. I'll do my best. Have a safe trip, Santa Claus. We all can't wait to see you here in Cork. And I'm looking so forward to it. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to oh, everyone. It's great to finish off the year with a chat with the man himself, Santa Claus. So you're getting Doc Martens. You're getting the plectrum for the guitar. You're signing all over the place tomorrow, aren't you, Well, Conan? I'm signing for half an hour only in Waterstones usually Christmas Eve I run around to coffee shops because people say it's my mother would you sign for my mother my sister my cousin and um, 
Wallstone said, why don't you just come in here for half an hour? But you're not just signing the new book. I mean, the new, I read that art in Imitating Life. I just signed checks, anything that bounces. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, it's very sweet. I'm going to come in there and, and half an hour pick up my stuffing afterwards and wander around the town and it's perfect. You we know? love your wanders. That's yeah. why we want to finish up on the classic wander that yourself and Spillane do. Happy Christmas, John. The gig in the every moment, super. The new album is out. You're gigging over Christmas, I'd imagine. Yeah, I just finished the, the other night now, so I'm um, off now. Um, I have one gig between Christmas and New Year up in Tune with uh, Leo Moran of the Saw, Doct- Saw Doctors. Wow. And uh, so that'll be a laugh. Brilliant. But no, I had a brilliant year and a bit of a time off now. Ah, yeah, get the yeah. feet up, guys. You, yeah, get the feet, you get the feet up and you get the Doc Martens up. <laughs> give, us, give us an edited version of Princess because everybody looks forward to it. Thanks so much, time, guys, in your own Thank time. you. Spent Monday on Strawberry Hill Till I fell and I landed on your windowsill I hung there by a golden fine web I had woven from hair of your head I spent Tuesday just walking through town Till I saw a gold angel come tumbling down And waltzing with seagulls up in an elm tree Where the wind runs her fingers above the dark leaves and oh, will ya meet me on Saturday night? We'll dance in the shadows between the street lights. Between these two rivers, I know where we'll meet on Princess Street. A sleepy Saturday morning on Half Moon Street, and just around the corner, Christmas. I'm walking off a bit of self-inflicted pain. You know how it is. Three days on the Rantan. Three whole days drinking me seasonal bonus. You know how it is when the belly's had a skinful. The mind is willing, but the body isn't able. Well, that's how it is. Just out for a scove, myself on my own. No particular place to go. Just, just following me nose. Just follow your nose. That's what my granda used to do. A great man for following his nose was my granda. I mean, mother soul. He could find his way to work blindfolded. All the way from his front doorstep up on Dublin Hill, down into the belly of the city, just, just following his nose. The first thing that hit my granda and he leaving the house, it be the thick country smell of cattle from the dealer's fields beyond the grotto on Blackpool led on like a like a bull by the ring he'd close his eyes and follow his nose past the stale stench of last night's stout and cigarette smoke from the string of pubs along Dublin Street past the Glen Hall full length of Thomas Davis Street and with the first hint of crusty bread coming from the ovens of Healy's Bakery over on Graham O'Brien Street he knew he was at Blackpool Church then the sweet smell of molten sugar the Shawleys making toffee apples up on Gerald Griffin Street were carrying past the oak casks of the distillery and onto the watercourse road. A ah, pleasure. A pleasure cut short by the piercing, deathly, toxic, foul cloud coming from the slaughterhouse off Denny's Lane. But then for that whiff of a second, the subtle scent of sherbet drifting down from Linhan's sweet factory would carry him past the putrid pelts of the tannery and onto the first taste of human waste at Paul Reddy. Turning right onto Leeton Street, there'd be no mistake in the warmth of the moist malt of brewing stout billowing from Murphy's stack. He knew then he was on the right track, so he put the hands into the pockets and whistled. 
Whistle all the way from Paul Reddy Harbour to the home farm stores, eyes wide shut. And though still out of sight, at the corner of Pine Street, the River Lee and Carl's Key would come into scent. High at low tide, low at high tide, wouldn't turn left nor right. Just keep on straight to Three Points Corner where Devonshire Street, Leitrim Street and Coburg Street melt into one. He'd stay right on track, being passed from scent to scent like a baton in a relay race, spurred on by the aromatic blending of Moore's Vegetables, Griffin's Shoemakers, Noreen's Apple Tarts, Must Be Friday because there's Kippers and Credence, O'Connell's Butchered Beef, O'Sullivan's Cured Bacon. At Falvey's Corner he'd stop. Stop dead. Struck by a tidal wave of fishy smells from the Baltimore stores, enough to knock a horse. And for the first time on his scove, my granddad opened his eyes, looked back at the eastern pace of Shandon, where half a seven means 25 to eight, then turning right onto Bridge Street. The fine wines and exotic spice of Madden's would carry him across Patrick's Bridge, through the gateway of the city, all the way to work just just by following his nose. And oh, will you meet me on Saturday night? We'll dance with your ankles all bathed in moonlight. Between these two rivers, I know where we'll meet on Princess Street. Happy Christmas, guys. That's Happy a Christmas work Neil. of art. It's Happy lovely to see you. Everybody loves that every Christmas time. Conal Creedon and Thanks, great Steve. John Spillane. Happy well. Christmas all. Last bit of business before I go. You know uh, Marion, who's totally blind and fridgeless? Well, thank you to Murphy's Electrical on Clark's Bridge. They're going to give Marion a fridge today. They're going to go to her house and they're going to check it out and they're going to sort it all out. And Katrina and Penny Dennis are going to provide her with a hot dinner on Christmas Day as well. Thank you, everybody, for getting involved in that one. Finally, our Free Food Friday winners for this week the last one of the year a striker in Carrick Tool Noel just to get me sorted and finished here can you hear me loud and clear yeah I can hear you I want you guys at striker to give me the loudest happy Christmas everybody that you can in your own time happy and happy Christmas to all of you as well. Enjoy the food today. Have a great one, everybody at Stryker. That's it, guys. I'm way over time. I have no more to offer except my best wishes for Christmas to everybody listening. Thank you for listening throughout 2022 on behalf of the entire team. Have a great Christmas, and I'll see you in the new year. For more Red FM podcasts, go to redfm.ie forward slash podcasts.